0: party people podcast players and fourth Wolf fam and welcome to the 66th episode of new normal wrestling that's right it's me it's me it's j c b johnny bones back in the hot seat with my faction that's right i'm not here with just one but with two good brothers with me today to bring you the wrestling news as we chat about the state of of wrestling and oh how sweet it is but before we get too sweet let me introduce to you first my recent co-host over the past few weeks the good brother i called him last week the doctor of desire that's right he's the doctor tonight phil and your prescription for your dose of kayfabe consumption let's give it up for the one and the only good brother mr phil feltz
1: welcome let's back to start Let's get this started, Johnny Bones. I'm going to get my kicks on episode 66. Let's roll out, sir. Ooh,
0: Getting the kicks on 66. And we're going to start it hot just like AEW Dynamite started off hot this week. So let's introduce back our guest host two weeks in a row. He is one of the other NNW originals, podcast royalty, gracing us with his presence yet again. The red carpet has been rolled out. Uh, Make sure you adjust the crown, good sir, before you enter the room. But let's give it up for the one and the only, the lavish one, the good brother, Mr. Wade Ilson. What's up, brother Wade?
2: What's going on? What's going on? Hyped to be here. Let's get into it, man. I'm just hyped. Let's get to it. I adjusted yeah. the crown before I walked in the room. Let's get Let, to it. Let's do
0: it, man. Like I said, we're gonna go in hot just like AEW did, but let's talk about how AEW started off dynamite this week. Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, taking on the current AEW world champion, Kenny Omega, in a 30 minute time limit draw, which uh, as we know, the IWC internet wrestling community. Some people are up in arms about, I think that was the best booking for that match going into Mm -hmm. it. You don't think, okay, it's going to be a draw. They're going to go the time limit. Uh, I really thought we were going to have a winner and I really couldn't pinpoint who it was going to be with that match, but those two put on a fucking clinic brother, uh, brother, Phil.
1: What did you think about how dynamite started this week? Uh, Exactly that dynamite, my friend, and when Arthur Ashe stadium pops like it does and everybody's, everybody's building and going, you know, going crazy and uh, you know, take you guys behind the curtain. And when dusty Dave is giving us a little real time feedback and telling us just how electric the atmosphere is, you know, you can only imagine, you know, what, it, what it's like inside that place. But uh, I will say this. Um, I think that was a perfect match that I, one word, perfect. And the haters are going to hate. And if you're going to keep doing that, go back a week and listen to Mr. Brother Wade here and talking about wrestling's out there. There's a little bit for everyone and we all got to enjoy it. So mm-hmm. um, I think, you know what? I was surprised by it, but uh, it was great. And it, you look back on it, it's a, it's a good way to build it. It's a good way to build. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more,
0: man. But, Brother Wade, I want to talk about the atmosphere of that match before you tell us about your thoughts on the match itself. Arthur Ashe Stadium, 20,000 people. First time they ever held a wrestling event there in the stadium. Again, we got the real-time feedback from Dusty Dave about how electric the crowd was watching it at home. I felt the electricity to a point where... If you watch WWE Raw or SmackDown or a WWE pay-per-view, you could always make out what the crowd is chanting. It was so loud in this stadium that what they were saying was so inaudible. And that's that's a really big thing. It was inaudible, not because it was, oh, I'm watching it on TV. It's a loud stadium. They're all chanting different things. No, it's because of the acoustics in that stadium. Uh, I believe we found out the dome was closed. Whatever it was, it was keeping that sound in there. That sound was bouncing off off that dome stadium. Like, the sound was just bouncing all over. And I feel like that right there really helped make the match. So what do you think, Brother Wade, from watching it at home, about the atmosphere and then, of course, the match itself, the amazing wrestling we saw with two of the greatest.
2: Well, when it comes to the atmosphere, it was just something different, something unique. Like you said, the chants were inaudible. I had to go, and I felt, like you said, we felt the electricity. But, like, again, we're talking about Dusty Dave being there, being one of our, you know, ears to the street. He basically said, like, it felt like the place was going to come down, the electricity, the vibes, everything, because it was a big fight feel to kick off an amazing show. And I really, really enjoyed it, hands down. Now, what did you think about the way it ended
0: where it came to a time limit draw? Do you think it could have really it should have went any other way?
2: Couldn't have went any other way because the internet would have been uh, the the internet wrestling community would have been upset regardless. How dare you have yeah. how dare you have Brian Danielson lose his first match and he has a blah 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 blah. You only did it because Kenny Omega's Kenny Omega. Or how dare you have Kenny Omega lose to Brian Danielson who's making his debut, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. They handled this the smartest way they possibly could, and I made a joke about it in the fourth wall chat. I said it was the Diet Coke version Mm -hmm. of the match between Okada and and Omega, where Okada went for the Rainmaker and they just collapsed Mm -hmm. because they were so beat up. Mm -hmm. I loved the the entire play of the match. The only thing I could have done without was the uh, Aftermath. I didn't need that
1: with the box right. coming with in. The box coming in
2: and super kicking Daniel Brian Danielson for no apparent reason. Right, There was no need for that. Mm-hmm. I understand you were setting up for the match at Rampage, but Jocelyn did that in the backstage segment somewhere. Yeah. Something that match was great from bell to bell. So much so that good brother Phil here was like, "I've never seen Brian Danielson do moves like this before," and I'm no. like, "That's them," and I hit him with the smoothest line in the chat. I said. That's the American Dragon, baby. That's not that Daniel Bryan. That's Bryan Danielson. That's and the it. chant kicked off. I don't know if you guys caught it, but there were two little cool things that happened. The chant I told you guys about, mm-hmm. that went down. And the one where they couldn't help, Kenny couldn't help it. He was trying to be Mr. Cool Guy when the crowd was just buzzing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't give a shit. And then he smirked because he knew how, how hyped it was. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it showed. Yeah. It was such a great match from mm-hmm. beginning to end, especially those V triggers at certain points and oh, the, um, those the, were some the ramp, stiff the ramp v, v, triggers, v triggers, man. Stiff V triggers and the yeah. snap it off the top. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, killed me, but yeah. such a good match. Yeah. Such a great match.
0: That was something else too that I think helped really sell the match was you saw the emotion and you saw how uh how how the crowd was affecting omega and brian danielson you know and going back to that chant you were talking about bray that's the um he's gonna kick your fucking head in chant uh for brian danielson now he has actually gone on record recently over this past week that he does not want the crowd to chant yes anymore he wants them to chant i'm gonna kick your fucking head in uh and i was actually and talk about you know as I was mentioning earlier about the inaudible chanting, I was kind of hoping I would have heard that. I really wanted to hear how that would have sounded in the crowd. Uh, and I'm sure they were, they were definitely chanting and I know that shit was going off, but um, now, now what happens next with Brian Danielson, Phil, are they going to keep Phil in this same storyline with uh, Kenny Omega? Just maybe have some tag team matches, fatal um, uh, fatal forwards, I'm sorry, eight man tag matches, things like that to kind of keep him
1: still involved so.
0: in this whole picture.
1: No, I think so. I think so. And it's, you know, with the fact that um, you had, you know, again, the, the saves from Jurassic express and Christian cage, I think you play that to just build it up. And it's, you know, it's the uh, Brian Danielson and friends tour, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just keeps it bubbling and keeps it bubbling. And maybe it's not, maybe it's not full gear coming up. Maybe, you know, maybe that's too too soon out, but you can I, again with them having four pay per views in the year. You're able to tell that story, and the roster is deep enough across AEW that you don't have to have the same people come out every single week to tell the same exact thing. You can let it sit, and then you can get your memory jogged of okay, they're back out here, and it it, it's, it keeps it actually keeps variety. Mm -hmm. across the, across the roster and across the promotion as a whole. And it's to me, my personal take. And again, this is us always, John, the old school WWE going back with Saturday morning wrestling and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. It, it allows that variety, just allows for it to breathe the whole thing to breathe naturally and for you to have anticipation and to, to want to see this, and to, to really savor it when it does happen.
0: The, the one thing I don't want to see is I don't want to see Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, excuse me, uh, be stuck in a, in a string of tag team matches or eight man tag matches or six man tag matches, because I mm-hmm. want to see him get his win loss record up. I want to see him win some singles competition. Now, brother Wade, who would be the next, Good opponent for Brian Danielson in a singles one-on-one competition.
2: Mm, that's tough because the roster, like like Phil said, the roster's so diverse. You can play with a lot of people. You know, I kind of would love to see him go up against um, MJF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be oh.
0: a great, great match right there. That would be a great match, great feud. Both of them on the mic be fantastic. Mm-hmm. MJF would be great.
2: Um, most hated man in pro wrestling. <laughs> yep. Darby Allen. Darby oh, Allen. Yeah. Yep. Darby Allen. oh you know what you can give him? And it would be fun to see because I really want to see. I'm I'm gonna watch uh Rampage later in the week, but um maybe give him a powerhouse hops. See what he can do because he's always wanted to face Biggie and stuff like that. Right. I'm not saying they're similar, but you know he likes to work with bigger dudes, so yeah, give him that. What about lamp torture? Mmm, that would, would be like that, that would be a nice one. That'd be
1: a real David and Goliath
2: matchup right Moxley. there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you could back tie it to and and then if you wanted to, you could go again long game through the forbidden door. You could let some of that stuff roll over into New Japan. Suzuki, right. give yep. Suzuki.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm waiting for to come to that forbidden door. Okada.
0: I uh, uh, yeah, we need we need Kazuchika Okada to show and up. Naito. I and t- either Tetsui Naito, Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii. I want to see Ishii show up and just fucking <laughs> wreck shit. <laughs>
2: just beat the hell out of Moxie. I'm like, yo, oh, what is my, it with Moxie right? in Japan? <laughs> Everybody in Japan wants to fight him for some reason. Like it's mm-hmm. like the, the I don't know what he did to get them so angry. But. I don't know what he did to get them so mad.
0: <laughs> so uh. going back to, to Brian Danielson, what what I think is going to happen, I, I think he's going to end up in a singles uh, singles feud with Adam Cole right off the bat. It's something that I feel like they could string along for a while, too. Uh, for a few months, maybe, maybe have the blow off at whatever their next big pay-per-view is. But I could also see him racking up his win-loss record by taking on Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, mm-hmm. all in singles competition to rack that up. Take on Brandon Cutler. Take on Mike Na- Nakazawa, you know, just, just to get your win. Not that I think he need, he needs matches like that, like squash matches, but he's, But I feel like that could be a good way for him to get that win-loss record up and still stay in that title picture. Because I could see Brian Danielson being the one to, to ultimately defeat Kenny Omega for the AEW championship
1: is, is Adam Cole the underboss then is he the underboss to get you to Kenny Omega? Yes. Yes, I do believe so, so, but I also believe that's actually a very fair point. Cole is going to
2: be the one to do it. Cole is going to be the one to undermine Mm -hmm. because there's, yeah, I'm telling you there's a lot of story here that we're catching on and, I, right. I don't know if you're familiar with the whole PWG under, you know, mm-hmm. that whole saga and what happened with Kenny and them and the, his disappearance for five years. <laughs> yep. But yeah, there's a lot yeah. of story to that. I think the
1: yeah. other thing that keeps sticking in my mind though, to what we were saying about the whole tag team thing, I still have in my mind that there's going to be like a blood and guts War games match, yes. Where it's yeah. it's Cage, Danielson, and Jurassic Express going up against the Super Click, and, and I don't know if you put Omega in there, but there's somebody who goes with them, and that's mm-hmm. to me, like we talked about it from all out a couple weeks ago. To me, that's a great idea also for a stepping mm-hmm. stone.
2: Mm-hmm. What am I in one bit, and you yep, can right. have Brian get the win over Colt. Cole and yep. it would make sense. He's the one that loses because let's face it out of all the ones with war games experience, Adam Cole has the Adam most Cole has the most. Yep. Yeah. He's
0: so agreed. Dope. So let's talk about some other great stuff that happened on dynamite. How about that main event? Oh no. Yeah. For those listeners, Brian Nielsen versus Omega was not the main event.
2: <laughs> that was the, the show opener, my friend. That bad. was no, the show that, opener. That just set the, that just set Man, the table on a bunch mm-hmm. of curtain jerkers. <laughs> the <laughs> the,
0: the, the curtain main jerkers. event was for the AEW Women's Championship. Ruby Soho taking on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Brother Wade, take it away.
2: I must give a disclaimer. We here at New Normal Wrestling do not support the IWC in any means, shape, or form. We do not appreciate the bullshit you say on Twitter and think you can get away with it. So we, as a collective, are going to address this. Mostly me, but I know Good Brother Bones is going to have his opinions because Lord knows he did in our fourth wall wrestling chat. I can't Mm wait. So, to discuss the women's wrestling match, it was a great match. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. Ruby got one of the most amazing pops I've ever seen. So did Mm -hmm. Britt Baker. The match was very good. And Ruby lost by a distraction finish. Now, there's a certain term that has been used on the internet. And, you know, like, Phil, you know. Uh, when people Wait. use words, they don't know what they exactly mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, they yeah. feel they use them in the right context, but you're really not. Bones, please, Wait. please. Take do a do course, you sir, do you ahead. mean do you mean
0: the word buried? Yes, yes, yes. Isn't it crazy how fucking IWC just throws that goddamn word around? <laughs> All right. Please. So as as I stated in my message earlier, that is completely false, completely utterly false that is just bullshit you're using the word because you heard another wrestling f- you, you heard a fucking uh, w- w- one of your mark friends say it before in wrestling <laughs> oh that's sounds like a good word mm-hmm. yeah you heard melcher say you, heard melts melts you fucking marks so i i said it last week i was gonna ride ride the ride as long as i can and just and r- ride the high as as long as it keeps me up there and you guys said like it, it's not ruby wasn't gonna win Uh, this weekend. And and I knew that too. It would have been nice, but I knew it wasn't going to happen because there's no story at that point. She just fucking debuted in the, in the company three weeks ago. Why give her the title right away? What's the story there? You know, I would rather see someone like Ruby climb to the top, have her on the chase, not have her become the champion right away. Britt Baker is doing a fucking phenomenal job as the women's champion right now. She is giving the women's division that shot in the arm that it has needed for almost two years now. Now that you have such just stacked the women's roster with Dr. Britt Baker, Chris Statlander, Ruby Soho, Thunder Rosa, and the list goes on. Now, AEW is even going to be introducing a secondary mid-card title to the women's division, the TBS Women's Championship. That right there means that they're finally putting all their money that they have well, not all their money, but, you know, their money, their creativeness and everything into their women's division. They're really showing up who they have over there. So this, I think, is a great opportunity for Ruby Soho to continue her story and be on the chase for the title. That's where the story lies.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And before I let Phil take it, because I'm looking at the rankings right now, right? How is a person who's one or no going to beat the champ off the rip? Right. when there are so many other people on the roster or in the rankings who have better records than her. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rose is 27 and 2. Jade is 14 and 0. Sheeta is 15 and 1 and Take and Take Conti's 26 and 4. Mm-hmm. You literally can tell me that Ruby Soho should have won. No. It would have yeah. been nice. It would have been great, but like you said, there's no chase, there's no story. She just beat her on. She just beat her on the first shot. No, right. You can come back to this. And like you said, if you want to give her the TBS title, which I don't, my heart says she should get it. My mind says they're going to give it to Jade. But, but it is what it is. Let's just give it time. Stop saying buried because they lost one match. She's right. one in one. That's fifty mm-hmm. percent. Last time I right. checked. So you're, <laughs> yeah. you're shooting five hundred right now. You're not bad. You do math you're in good. The middle. You do you do math. You do, you, you do, do math. Math. Math, good. math good. You do math good. She's fine. Last time I checked, she just got there. She's one. Right. She's one and one, mm-hmm. and then one and one in tag team competition. So
1: listen, wait, wait. It's listen. It's not. It's not the IWC's fault that they can count to potato, my friend.
2: Okay. Potato.
1: <laughs> okay. It's it's as simple as this, guys. You can't just go angry type, angry type, click, clack, click, clack, copy, paste, copy, paste. No. You gotta let it breathe. You gotta right. let it breathe, guys. And and it's okay. It's okay. We forgive you. You know, you you wanna you wanna look good in front of in front of your friends, using using the cool <laughs> words, like being buried. Okay. We understand it. We appreciate it, but just let it be, okay? Mm-hmm. okay? Just let it be. That's it. There's a story. There's always a story Mm -hmm. to be told. And everybody, you know what? I'm gonna get on the soapbox for 30 seconds here. Okay. Yeah. So the world does not always need immediate gratification. Okay. That's not how the world should be. You should it should be anything should be earned, deserved, and appreciated. And that's not going to happen when it's just, I want it now and it's all about me. Give it to me now. Yep. No, no. Yeah. And the ramp. IWC, needs <laughs> to just, ramp.
0: IWC needs to stop being a bunch of fucking jabroni marks without a life who don't know it's a work. When you work a work and nope. you work yourself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> I, and yes i totally took that took that line word for word from a hulk hogan tweet years ago <laughs> um so don't work yourself into a into a shoot these f- fucking
2: jarbroni john the jarbronis <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't anyway. know what
2: they're talking about
1: iron shiki baby Shiki do it <laughs> all. <laughs> <Chicky> but, <community. laughs> listen, I will humble. I will humble them all.
0: <laughs> but listen, but the same thing goes for both Daniel uh, Brian Danielson and Ruby Soho. The story is when they're on the chase, they don't need to win the championships or win their matches right off the rip. I'm mm-hmm. I'm it, it's just fucking just sit back and enjoy the ride, right? We have a, there's a lot more meat on the bones with both Ruby and Brian. Let them do their things and let them fucking tell you a story. Now, let's Mm -hmm. change gears. Let's go over to Monday Night Raw. Now, we've obviously been talking about Monday Night, uh, just WWE in general, targeting a different demographic, a different audience to really change things up over on Raw and SmackDown. We have the impending draft coming up soon, uh, actually in a couple weeks. And also, we have a lot of changes over in the NXT brand with NXT 2.0. But let's talk about what happened on Raw. Now, we have Big E as the the WWE uh, World Heavyweight Champion. He was over on SmackDown last week and confronted Roman Reigns, uh, which I think is awesome how he, he was on both brands last week. He won on Raw, still showed up yeah. on SmackDown. And then Roman then invades Raw uh, this past week, along with the bloodline with his cousins, the Usos. Uso! Uh, And so Raw opens up yet again with another banger. We're just opening up with bangers this week, right? We open up Raw with a six-man tag match. We have the New Day taking on Roman Reigns and the Usos, the Bloodline, in a fantastic main event-style six-man tag match. Um, Bobby Lashley inserted himself into the the mix. Uh, No disqualification, which was kind of weird, weird officiating, uh, but... Long story short, it led to a second match with Roman, Bobby Lashley, and Big E in a triple threat match in the main event. Now, I want to fast forward to that main event real quick. Uh, Brother Wade, let's start with you. I feel like the booking of that match was a little weird. I don't think Big E should have been the one to take the pin. What did you think of, about the way that that match ended off?
2: Uh, I I agree. Big E shouldn't have taken the pin. But somebody had to, and probably Lashley shouldn't have been either. It's like it's a lose, lose, lose for anybody, but we knew Roman wasn't going to be the one to take it. Right. So you take what you get. It doesn't hurt Biggie. It doesn't. It doesn't. He wrestled twice. Yep. So did Roman. So that has to play a factor into it, too, if we're basing right. it off a storyline. He wrestled twice in two very hard hitting matches and took the L. Biggie's fine. He didn't have to, he, he, he could have taken the loss though. It's okay. Right. It's all right. Okay. In the eventual scheme of things, I feel Biggie is still going to be okay. It's his first week as champion. He's going to screw up or do something wrong. It's mm-hmm. only the first week. Right. Let the story build. Okay. And just I I, mm-hmm.
0: I do feel like they, they have a lot of trust in Biggie and they do plan on keeping him champion for a while. Cause they're already in the week that he wins the title already talking about him facing Roman at Survivor Series in November. So uh, we had to talk loosely about Saudi Arabia last week about, you know, is he going to face fucking Goldberg in Saudi Arabia in October and lose the title? I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that we're going to see Big E hold this championship for a while. Now, brother Wade, I did want to bring something up to you about Big E winning the title, which I, I should have brought up. I wanted to bring up to you last week when it had happened. Now, there was obviously a lot of talk back at Kofi Mania a few years ago, um, you know, about there, ha- there not being uh, an African American WWE champion, uh, you know, for quite some time since The Rock. People can make the argument, Rock isn't, you know, fully African American, he's also Simone, blah blah blah. But he was he's in, in record books as the first uh, African American heavyweight champion. Then we had Kofi. And then fast forward a few years later, we have both Bobby Lashley and Big E. How, how does that make, how do you feel about that weight? And do you feel like WWE is turning over a new leaf and really being the, the show for everyone and proving that anyone can become champion?
2: It's, it's proving a lot. It's doing something, and I hate to be that guy. It's doing something AEW is not doing. We are not seeing a lot of diversity in our champions. And if you go through WWE's roster, through all the brands, their champions are very, very diverse. Right. So obviously, this is a great look for WWE. I just want to see long term how long he will keep the title, how they will use him in storylines, how he will be placed. Will he be? Will he have to change himself to fit in? He shouldn't have to because, like we all said, Biggie is great. You gave him a belt, and we still were like, it's great. It's Biggie with the world title. That's right. what I wanted from the beginning. Yep. And the Intercontinental title was his test. It was his litmus test, and he passed with flying colors. Mm-hmm. So why not? I I am so fine with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. WWE is starting to make the progress with pushing a African American champion, right up. and I am all for it.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm, I'm I'm all for it. I love it again because you have you guys like Bobby Lashley and Biggie, where the fans do get behind baby face or heel. The fans can get behind these guys as champions, They're the right guys for in the right position with the right title. Now, I I do hope that Biggie has some longevity in his title reign. Uh, I loved Kofi Kingston's title reign. I didn't like how it ended. In that quick match, mm-hmm. that quick squash against Brock Lesnar. But I feel like, if again, looking at the bigger picture, looking at the story behind Brock, it made sense. And then what happened with Brock afterwards, but I, I don't see Big E falling into that same trap. Uh, brother Phil, wh- wh- where do we see now the tra- trajectory of Big E go? We know that he's going to ultimately run into Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. But let's fit, let's do a quick fantasy booking now for the end of 2021. Where does where does Biggie go from here?
1: I thought about this a couple nights ago, and my honest answer, John, is I don't know. And um, at first, I was like, I don't know if that's good that you don't know, but I'm I'm okay with thinking, you know, further thinking on it. The idea of just, you know, just seeing something come out of left field, just seeing somebody come up—I honestly don't know. Because the other thing that popped in my head is Bobby Lashley m- moving over to SmackDown in the draft. Is the thought that popped in my—I know Wade, I know it. I see you turn, you turn the head, but um, I know, I don't know why. I just had this thought in my head that <laughs> Bobby Lashley would go over to SmackDown, but. Mm. Right. That that doesn't even work for me because you're not gonna put you're not gonna put Lashley against Reigns. it's it's not the best thing. I, I really don't know. I, I yeah. maybe you do build the 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 rematch of of Lashley and Big E. And you know, that's a good good place and mm-hmm. you know it's a good place to start him with. Right. I think that's a good place to start because
0: again, there's still a story there to tell, and we still have some time before the draft. But I think you not knowing is a good thing because wrestling's at its best when it's unpredictable. And I yeah. think now with all these changes that we've been seeing and with the impending draft coming up in the on the horizon, that's going to introduce some new main event players. We already had our last era of wrestling with Drew McIntyre at the helm on the, on the Raw side, Roman Reigns at the helm on SmackDown. We're going to see this new era now of, of contenders coming up uh, whether they, they be new faces from NXT or just faces that has, have not been in the championship picture for quite some time. Now, we can't forget about Finn Balor. Finn Balor is still is still in that championship picture over on SmackDown with Roman Reigns, but he's really being overshadowed by Brock Lesnar being involved. There's a lot of moving parts right now in the championship scene. we got Finn Balor and we have Brock Lesnar on SmackDown going after Roman Reigns, the Universal Championship. We have Big E, the new WWE Championship, who's also being chased now by Bobby Lashley, who he won the title from. But Big E is also getting in the face of Roman Reigns on SmackDown. And then Roman comes to... Lots of moving parts here. Lots of contenders. I want to go back to what I stated last week. I feel like we can get to a point now where I think we're going to eventually unify the two championships and have one unified champion. Um, I I could see it being a thing. And that being the new era with the, with the new, uh, the new draft coming in where there's one champion across both brands don't you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't want to start any rumor or innuendo, but that's where I would like for it to go. Um, and I believe last week, too, talking about some new contenders, we mentioned uh, the, the name Keith Lee. Keith Lee taking on a, a, a big E. We also have Karrion Cross. By the way, Karrion Cross, congratulations to Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Karrion popped the question and Scar- Scarlett said yes. So congrats to those two. But we have names like that over on the Raw, ro- Damian Priest. You know, uh, he's definitely Mm -hmm. main event material. And I think it looks like Vince McMahon is really high on someone like Damian Priest. You know, people always said even back when Damian Priest was Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor, you know, from reports that I've heard, he wasn't very well liked in the locker room. Not personally, but people always felt like he didn't belong in Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor was for the pro wrestling fans. But everyone said from day one, Punishment Martinez is a sports entertainer. And he fits that mold of something that Vince McMahon really likes. And he's shining. He, he is shining like a fucking star right now on Raw. So you have yeah. names like that, too, that could end up in this championship picture. Brother Wade, what are your thoughts on, on Big E, his championship, and maybe where he's going to go throughout the rest of 2021 for the rest of this year?
2: Uh, to quote a wise man from NXT, to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> um he is going to be one of my favorite champions ever. I am so happy for someone so deserving of a championship. Mm-hmm. Like we've been clam, we clamor for our favorites to win a championship. But overall, between everybody in the community, Big E yep. is so deserving of a of a world title run. We're like, yes. Yep. Besides Keith Lee, he's he should be champion and yeah, be champion for a very very good amount of time. Um, his him carrying the belts, be- a beautiful thing and contenders wise, it's so tough because like you said, with the impending draft, we don't know how the shape of raw will look because technically he's on raw because he's the WWE champion, but who's to say with the brand, with the brands, can't champions be moved? Yeah, they can. So what if you swapped Roman and Big E? I don't think the I don't think the
1: Fox, the people of Fox would look oh, too kind. They,
2: they wouldn't. They, it's they, a, that's
1: they, a ratings thing. That's
2: a, ra- that's that's a ratings. That's I, right. I was it's just a what if. I mean, if, yeah, if, absolutely. can make the can make the undisputed uh, title again. I could mm-hmm. say what if they swapped it, but yeah. you know what? Keep Big E on raw. Like you said, he has a plethora of competition. There's Damian Priest. There's Jeff Hardy. There's uh, An impending Keith Lee, despite the name change, which I was crapping on at first, but then once I got the back history on why he did it, mm-hmm. I understand it and I respect right. it. Um, can you? Can you? Could you guys
1: get behind? And I don't know which way I would spin it, uh, either Kofi or. Yes. Xavier Woods. Yes. Probably Xavier Woods, I would say. Yes. being The one to go after and having the dissension among the ranks. Uh, it, it wouldn't even have to be a dissension. It wouldn't have to be. Exactly. You just friendly, friendly fire. Friendly fire. Yep. Like, hey, uh bro, you-,
2: you and Kofi did it. Xavier could be young and hungry, He'd be like, hey, yeah. listen, I, I want I've, the I've been opportunity. My button singles while you both were injured at some point and came yep. back. I've been working my ass off. I've beaten Bobby Lashley. Or Bob and I faced him in Hell in a Cell. I kind of want to see brother to brother if I can hang with you. Okay? Yeah, let me have that match. And you can do it on Raw.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and you do can do the, can the same thing with Kofi too. Kofi being a former champion and also mm-hmm. the way he mm-hmm. lost that and never got a never got a chance to have a rematch to win it yeah. back. Never, you
2: know? never got a rematch. You have so many people to play with. That, that's a good. That's a good choice though. I wouldn't mind seeing that. And yeah. Biggie actually doesn't even have a title match this Sunday. If, right. we're, if we're talking about That's extreme, rules, point. he's not on the he's That's not right. on the card, he's not on the card at all. Yeah, so we'll see what happens in the upcoming weeks, especially with the draft. Oh my god, the draft is next week. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's next Friday, very quick. Yep, next Friday. So,
0: so, Phil, I want to touch back on what you had mentioned about you know, uh, Fox wouldn't like it if I, I guess if, if Roman went to Raw. Now you have to think about the the, the two t- TV stations, USA and. Uh, and Fox, do you yep. think they would take kindly to there being a champion that floated between
1: both both uh, stations? I don't think that would matter to them. I think that would actually be great because I don't know how many people these days are, I'll say, committed to one show or the other. But I think it's a great way to to actually bridge and maintain viewership. That you have, you're following that, you know, you don't have to worry about parallel storylines. You're following the one coming back and cro- back and forth across the shows. Mm-hmm. And I know, let's go back to when they had the whole wild card, you know, scenario play out. Right. In, in practice, it wasn't the best thing. But if you really tweaked it enough, it, it would be a great, it's a great idea and concept. And the unification of a title and having a, a, a singular champion across across all of the shows, I don't think. I think that actually enhances viewership and and it, and it maintains maintains interest. Right. Now, my my last question on this goes to you, brother Wade. Do
0: you feel like there's an opportunity for this draft to be the end of the brand split? And do you think that would be? wwe's way of trying to now compete with aew
2: it don't need to it there's no need for the brands, but i've seen this before you're bringing up a very valid point but it's not needed the brands are fine leave them where they are you know what switch just switch things up switch a lot of people we wouldn't expect to be moved that's what the first draft was all about play with it Play with names that we were, hell, move a Ripley to SmackDown, even though she won the tag, because you can take Nikki Ash with her. I'm kind of in the tag team now. Play with that. Move Tamina and Nadia to Raw. Move, you have a, an abundance of talent. Let's try to switch it up. Booker T was stuck, like, example, stuck on Raw, and he liked it. Right. But he had some of his best runs when he was on SmackDown. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is why you need the draft to let people grow, sink or swim. Time. Yep, and you don't just need the call, and you don't just need the
1: post pay per view call ups to be able mm-hmm. to do stuff like that. You mm-hmm. bring a you you bring a Raquel Gonzalez right up, or you, mm-hmm. you dig deep. Well, I'm not digging deep, but you 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 pick Io Shirai right off the top there.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Thursday <there's that. laughs> on there Friday is- she's. <laughs> Uh, I will go on record saying this since you have brought two names up that are very intriguing. I think one of them will lose their title on Tuesday. Mm, One of them, and then they will be in the draft because I've been going around Universal a lot lately. Io Shirai seems to be on a lot of promo posters throughout Universal.
1: Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want you getting kicked out of the full sale, my friend. I don't want you getting kicked out of the CWC.
2: <laughs> Man, it's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. The matches. I'll be. I'll be at the CWC um next week, mm. so I will let you know uh right. live what happens, and I'll be mm. like, oh yeah, totally. Somebody's losing their belt because mm. either EO's dropping the EO and Zoe are dropping to um toxic addiction. I think their name is. I always their toxic name. addiction oh, is that attraction? That, yeah, toxic attraction attraction. attraction. I'm sorry, that's toxic Mandy attraction. Rose. Mandy Rose's group. Yep. Or Raquel is gonna drop the Frankie. Which wouldn't I think be a bad I thing. think that's gonna yeah. happen. And we're gonna see. Raquel, Raquel dropping the Frankie? Yeah. I would like right. it. I can see I would see like Frankie it. The crowd's being... not with Raquel no more. They're not because no. she should have lost to Dakota. Yep. You know who is though? No. Braun Strowman. <laughs> I Jeez. forgot about that. That's right. They, yeah. they it's like you know, you like when you thing. found out they were dating. When you yeah. found out they were dating, you're like, I see it. <laughs> like, I get it. Like they're like no, power like, couple. That makes literally sense. a power couple. <laughs> literally, literally. It's like okay.
0: Yep. <clears throat> so my, my last question, going back to RAW real quick. What do you guys think about the new tag team of Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo?
1: Yes. Yes. Love it absolutely love it yeah. and not something I would have ever comprehended, but I absolutely love it. You know, you don't know, you didn't know you needed it until you until you saw it. Yes. Keeping it in the family. They're the, cousins. The heroes we, the heroes we didn't yeah. want, but we always needed. Yep. <laughs>
2: yes. Yes.
0: All right. So mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. Let's, let's switch gears. Let's head on over to Impact Wrestling. We have, uh, we're on the road now to Bound for Glory. So a lot happened uh, in the past the past week over with impact. This was the fallout from v- victory road. That was the uh, pay-per-view right last weekend, victory road. Yes. Make sure yes. I got my facts straight. All right. So uh, Josh Alexander, who was the reigning X division champion for quite some time now, had a great run uh, and put on some fucking clinics in the ring, mm-hmm. um, decided to relinquish the X division championship and cash in his um, plan. C which is a old school Uh, uh, brother. Wade actually educated me on what that was a while back when I finally got into impact wrestling uh, a year or so ago. Uh, And now he is looking to uh, stand up against Christian cage for that impact world championship that now opens up the doors for there to be a uh, tournament for the X division championship, which will comprise of three triple threat matches and also, over on Impact, we have some big news on the Knockouts Championship side where Mickey James will now be stepping up to take on Deanna Parazzo. Let's start off with the women's uh, division, real quick. I absolutely love what they have done with Deanna Parazzo. Sorry, Randy Orton, but Deanna Parazzo is the new legend killer. And I fucking love the, the storylines they're doing. It, it, it's. If you sit back, you look at it, it's like this is kind of almost like rinse and repeats, similar to the way Randy Orton did it when he was the Legend Killer, but it's different. Like Diana Parrazzo is getting over; she's going over, but she's getting over. If she lost the title, she loses nothing, Mm-mm. you know. But her facing Mickey James, uh, brother. Wait, I'm going to give this one to you. You're an Impact fan and also a huge women's wrestling fan. Now, a part of me wants to say, you know what? I can see Mickey James taking the title. Mickey James has a story already behind her. Her return to wrestling, she's doing all these big things for women's wrestling. I could see her taking the title with that forbidden door being open and carrying uh the knockouts championship for a little while. But again, hurts nothing if Deanna loses. Uh what say you, Wade? What do you think about this whole storyline between Deanna and Mickey?
2: And what do you think? what do you think the outcome of this is going to end up being? Uh, The storyline is great Uh, to quote a wise person. um, Deanna Perrazzo has grown on me and, and we were all naysayers when she debuted Mm -hmm. and made her return to impact. We're like, eh, she's not the same. She's not, you know, she still feels like she's going through the motions and she has been like, she must listen to our show. So Deanna, we apologize wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Um, you she has been killing it killing it and an example of you saying her losing the title doesn't mean anything and it doesn't hurt her she lost the title to Su young for like what two weeks Like two weeks and then won it back two yep. weeks and then won it back so it's it's not what the person does with it's not the champions what they do with the title and she's done immense things with that title um and to go with the storyline, she didn't even want to face Mickie James. She, mm-hmm. she kind of put her foot on her neck in that promo. If you saw it, she was mm-hmm. like, I don't need to face you. I don't right. need to beat you. You are not credible to me. Uh, and when I go back and look at uh, top women stars that made me want to be a women's wrestler, Mickie James doesn't even cross my radar. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Damn. The Shots Oof. fired! Shots fired! Shots yeah. fired! Which a lot of people don't put Mickey James in that category, and it sucks, but it's right. true. Mickey James isn't the first person that comes to the top of your head, right? And you say, "Oh, who's the one of the best women's wrestlers ever?" Somebody's gonna say Trish, or Lita, or mm-hmm. China, or no one's gonna say Mickey James, right? So this storyline has been Ruby. great. Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Ah. <laughs> oh. So she got buried. (laughs) (laughs) Jabroni marks. She got buried Um, in one match. But I see Deanna retaining. There is no need to take the belt off of her when I feel, and quote me on this, when the PWI women's 200, I believe it is 200, right? Comes out, she'll be number one without a doubt. Without a doubt, she will be the number one woman. And I can see that she she doesn't get it. Conspiracies, and I'm gonna go off on the show. I will come back, and I'll be like, "Nope, guys." (laughs) She she
0: has had the strongest year out of any other women's women's wrestler out there. I mean, Mm -hmm. Sasha had a great year last year. Sasha Mm -hmm. hasn't been on TV for all. Bianca had a pretty strong year, but she's still, you know. Going back and forth and fighting again for the title. Becky just came back. Charlotte has been on and off. You know, there's been a lot of. Rhea, 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 Rhea Ripley had a short mm-hmm. reign, um, and of course, you could talk about Br- Britt Baker DMD with her her new title reign, which still new. But I feel like Deanna has been the strongest mm-hmm. women's wrestler. Also, be uh, winning the Reinas de Reinas championship
2: at the Triple mm-hmm. show. So she's yep. also the won one and two titles. Two. Yep, the so, one and two right yep. now. A one and two, they're competing with each other right now. Yeah. So,
0: Diana, I think, has had a strong year. And again, even if she did lose to Mickey, it wouldn't hurt her at all. But mm-hmm. now let's touch on the X Division Championship. So, with the X Division title uh, now officially being vacant after Josh Alexander relinquished the title uh, Impact, on Impact on Thursday, the belt will now be put on the line in a tournament that will begin next Thursday on Impact Wrestling. The first match will be Laredo Kid taking on Trey Miguel and a returning Alex Zane in a triple threat match. This will be the first of three, I believe, three triple threat matches. Uh it doesn't specify how many people are in this. So I believe it's three triple. Yep, there it is. Three triple threat matches, and the winners will all advance to the finals at Bound for Glory. So um, X Division is one of the best things that comes out of Impact Wrestling. If anyone is old school and used to like watching WCW Nitro just for the cruiserweights, you're going to love watching the X Division uh, over on Impact. Even though it's not Put just the, the weights, it's, it's X Division's for everyone. It's for everyone. It's, it's for open, everyone. And it's, it's, open, it's, open, it's an openweight open weight title.
2: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. It's, it's they, Those matches never, ever <clears> disappoint. <throat> Never. So that, that's some big things there. But now let's talk about Josh Alexander getting into the championship picture where he rightfully belongs. I think this is the opportunity for them to finally crown Josh. I don't see Christian needing, needing to hold on to the title for a mm-hmm. long, uh, for a long time. This is the opportunity just to, to give it to an impact wrestler. Cause now, even though Christian is a former impact wrestler, he's still under contract with AEW. So AEW. the title has not come home yet. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Phil, what to do you me- think, man, about Josh Alexander bringing this title home?
1: I would say it would be a—it's a great way to to get the title to Josh Alexander. Of you know, I mean, you want a, you want a, a, a term that's worse than being buried. Sometimes is that just as taboo is being called a transition champion? And I'm not saying that in a bad way by any means. With Christian Cage right now. But this is a great way to 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 move the title of Josh Alexander that, that you have one of the greatest impact champions wrestlers of all time in cage being able to properly pass the torch to a guy of Josh Alexander's ilk and, and caliber. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, and there's no there's no better way to do it than to literally lay everything out on the line, mm-hmm. literally just putting that title saying, I, you know, cat to, to cash it in like that and, and to put all your chips to the center. It's uh you know, to me, it's a, it's a great way to, to, to push it through. Yeah, I agree. And um, I, I do
0: agree. Christian is, can, can be considered a transitional champion, but again, it's not a bad thing. Like not. Yeah, if you look at the bigger picture, look at the story, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have seen Josh Alexander take on Kenny Omega and win the Impact Championship, but I, I, feel, like, I feel like this is fine, you know. Give it to Christian because, again, Christian and Omega did not disappoint in their match. Christian mm-hmm. won that mm-hmm. title fair and square, so fine. He has a short reign and then bring it give it to someone who's going to hold on to that title for a long time. And I, and yeah. I feel like Josh can definitely be that guy. Now, mm-hmm. Wade, how long until the forbidden door is open and Cesaro finally shows up and impacts so we can finally see the Swiss Superman take on the Lethal Weapon? That's a fucking <laughs> match and a half that I want to see.
2: Oh, you almost made me rip my shirt on the fucking joke, right?
0: <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> that's
0: that, talk about a fucking horse fight. Oh my um, I, god,
2: I'd be like, I would. i am like, yo, wherever this is, new Normal's going. We're we gonna oh, yeah. find a way make to make that get shit that. happen. Make mm-hmm. that shit happen, mm-hmm. but um, oh, damn it, I want that match now. Oh, match. But again, Josh Alexander is great. He's so good, and we 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 kind of did what we usually do. We think one way, and then they somebody does something unexpected and sways us. Josh definitely swayed us and made us believe he is a incredible single star, and he has proven it because. Him and Ethan Page, who we said last year were the best tag team in wrestling.
0: Isn't that crazy how far Josh Alexander has come since last year?
2: And look how far Ethan Page has come. Look, it's like the opposite sides of the spectrum right now. Yeah, very true. Josh Alexander is just a monster right now within within, uh, Impact. And it's cool to see that uh, someone came out of hiding because we didn't know where they were at. Uh, somebody made their return during Impact too. Oh, yeah! Oh. Oh, that was um, uh, Chris Daniels. Yes, sir. Chris Daniels, yes. Daniels came back to Impact, mm-hmm. which blew my mind. For a dude who's fifty something years old, he looks great for his age. <laughs>
0: Dude, he, he is a guy that I would have, have loved to have seen in WWE during the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Here's a little uh, little tidbit of information. Did you know that a Chris Daniels was originally talked about as being the chosen one?
2: Yes. Yes. I remember hearing that. Wow.
0: Yeah. that They, they were going to debut him as the chosen one. Wow. But it ended up being... Vince, it was me all along, Austin. It was me all along. God damn it, Austin. <laughs> yeah, man. Chris Daniels shit, made his return. El Fantasmo came back. There's a lot of Bullet Club presence over an impact now with oh yeah, Hikuleo and El Fantasmo yeah. and Chris Bay and the Switchblade. I'm loving that. Now, I want to see. At some point, and I think it's going to happen sooner than later, we're going to see that Bullet Club and Elite confrontation over on AEW because, again, that forbidden door is there. Bullet Club right now is hanging out over an Impact to give Impact some of that name recognition, which I think is a really good thing for Impact. But eventually Mm -hmm. Bullet Club, Jay White's got to show up on AEW and be like, yo, Omega, who the fuck are you, bro? We are the real Bullet Club. And then pull out Mm -hmm. the fucking big guns. And I, that's definitely the match that I want to see because, Ooh. again, being a tag team guy, I want to see fucking Gorillas of Destiny show up and take on teams like Lucha Bros, LAX, and the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Give, can we make that a fatal four-way? A hey, Young Bucks said they wanted tag team wrestling to main event. They could fucking main event any pay-per-view at a fatal four-way tag team match. Bucks, Lucha Bros, LAX, I'm sorry, Proud and Powerful. I always have trouble calling them that. And G-O-D.
2: What about FTR? You keep leaving them out there
1: quick.
0: Yo, FTR, they're working their way back up, man. They're working their way back up to that main event status. They're killing it, though. They they're they're fucking are killing
2: it. it. Yeah. Even though they let a 52-year-old dude, dude whoop they sold. I was about to the say, shit, you're afraid to put Sting against all those
0: guys? They yeah. sold the shit out of everything that Sting gave them. They made Sting look so fucking good. <laughs> uh, you got to give them credit. You're right. You got to give them <laughs> you credit. Can't you can't even credit.
2: say Sting made Sting look good. Sting, yeah. right. FTR made Sting look. No, FTR made Sting look like Surfer Sting.
0: Yes, that's
2: that's not that's not Mm -hmm. Steve Borden. That's Surfers thing.
0: (laughs) Oh man! So guys, lots of lots of uh, great things happening again. Piggybacking off what Wade said last week, it's just a good time to be a wrestling fan. There's a lot of alternatives out there. Just enjoy wrestling. Lots of good things. Lots of big things. Again, we're in this big change now in the world of wrestling, and I am absolutely loving it. You know, we, we didn't touch on it, but we could quickly talk about NXT 2.0 uh, from this past week. Champa, fantastic champion. If you don't like it, fucking give it time. All right? Mm-hmm. J- just like uh, Phil Phil was saying when he first saw Dynamite, he didn't know Sammy Guevara. Like, who the fuck is this guy? The Spanish guy. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah, of course you're not going to know. Keep watching and you'll get to know who these wrestlers are. you get to know guys like wagner and braun breaker and all these new faces we're seeing in nxt 2.0 who, who the promote
2: before braun baker breaker? V-
0: wagner alex was it alex I don't wagner how
2: that is it's my wagner, wagner. yeah,
0: yeah. His, his his real name is cal bloom son of uh um, oh, the guy
2: that the we that we have more followers than on the,
0: yes that guy yes <laughs> Okay, he was a bad example, but <laughs> regardless, just say
2: "brut breaker" and call it, it what it is. But God,
0: the promotion, you. the got to start somewhere. So I would say definitely give it a chance. Uh, do you guys want to touch on anything from NXT? From the, oh, we got to talk about Kushida and Roddy Strong. Cruiserweight yes. Championship yes. match. Yes, NXT. I was going
1: to say let's talk again. Once again, our man on the street, Mister Mister Brother Wade. Mm-hmm. Himself, the the one and only, fix the crown and 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 give us some give us some good live insight, my friend.
2: Okay, um, Bron Breaker is a star. He is a star. Everybody was talking crap about him last week, and this week he put out a performance, and I'm just like, I'm watching it, you know, just didn't know who he was and i had to explain and i was like you know his family and she's like right. no i don't the, who is it who's he related to the moment like, he opened his mouth the
1: moment he opened his mouth i'm like oh he sounds exactly like scott steiner like, Holy yeah.
2: shit Holy yeah shit. i was like i said um all I said was 33 to thirty percent. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, no, no, no. That's his nephew. That's his nephew. <laughs> that's his, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fucking no. Phil's joking. Sorry, on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Steiner math. Oh. Oh, okay, man. Like, she was like, that's his uncle. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, my God. He sounds like his uncle. And I was like, you got to see his dad. So I mm-hmm. showed her a picture of his dad. She goes, yup, yep. I that's get his. it. Yeah, She's like, damn, I like him. Yes. She's like, mm-hmm. he can never be a heel with that right. colorful last year. Yep. He can never be a heel. Mm-mm. So he's a star. He's killing it. Um, I do love that there's new faces, new faces popping up that we're going to see a lot of. A lot of them are going to have to get themselves together gimmick wise. Mm-hmm. Braun Breaker obviously going to be a champion very soon. Um, Ridge Holland is is great. NXT has a lot of talent to work with. But Kushida and Roddy, let me tell you guys something. You guys say, Walter chops very hard. I have never been in attendance for a Roddy Chop Fest. I was literally right behind, a little bit to the left, of Beth Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Those chops that Roddy gave Kushida, and you can go back and watch them, sounded like gunshots. Mm -hmm. He was killing Kushida's chest.
0: Yeah. A hard-hitting match with a very good finish. Mm -hmm. Roddy has always been, always has some strong chops. But also, you need to have someone who's going to be able to sell it. And that's where Kushida comes in. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Did Kushida lose the title because he's going to end up on Raw or SmackDown?
2: Oh, the elephant Mm -hmm. in the room. That draft. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. I If Kushida moves, he's going to get lost in the shuffle, man. Yeah. I don't want him to go to... I want him to stay because, yes, he's part of the old guard for NXT, but he's just getting his shine now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he let him be NXT one of the vets who stays. Yeah. Let him be one of the vets who stays around. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like you respect and put put on his name. Hell, have him and Car- have him and Roddy run it back. You can run that back, Hell and yeah. nobody would be mad at it. Run it back. Mm-hmm. Kashida, if he goes to the main roster, I would hope he goes to SmackDown. I would hope he goes there. Yep. But other than that, please keep Kashida on on NXT 2.0. Well, we there. I would- we we definitely. Have a lot of unknowns now because we have
0: the drafts coming up next week. So, mm-hmm. I think what's going to have to happen next week, guys, we're going to have to have uh, the 2021 edition of NNW's worst draft ever. <laughs> so, uh, brother, mm-hmm. wait if you if you can, please clear your schedule to make some time for your uh, your good brothers here over on New Normal Wrestling, and please uh, be a guest host on our I show next week. Start counting yeah, mm-hmm. I would like to invite you. Yes, we should uh start figuring that out now. We should probably compile a uh, a list. I'm actually going to be around this weekend, guys. I have no gigs this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh and also my schedule is changing uh for for the better, so I'm going to have some more free time to actually watch wrestling. Nice. First of all, first of all I want to let me circle back. Let me, let me rewind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to have some more free time, guys. It's free time. I just want to stop right there. What is that? That's crazy, what right? That? So it is free time. So, yeah, so I think we should compile a list of all the uh, active wrestlers and uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, superstars and uh, have our, it, fun with our own little draft next week. But we'll definitely report on, you know what? I think what we should do is we should do a bonus episode also to report on the draft after Raw. I think uh, our I think our listeners w- would would appreciate that. So I think we should uh, we should record the IWC might not, but our listeners do. But our <laughs> listeners will. Well, you know what? The fourth wall fam is what, what we're all about here, guys. The IWC. Absolutely. You know, if you want to join the fam and show your support, then great. But you know, until then, we'll see you later,
2: bro. So I think oh, I think wait, a bonus. I got, I got something for you. What do you I got? got? For you. What do you got? Something that'll make you very happy because you are our resident MLW fan. I don't know if you saw the lovely new announcement that was made yesterday morning. Would mm. you like me to share? Yes,
0: I think I did, but please elaborate.
2: Uh, MLW has officially announced their new women's division, the middleweight division. The middle. Oh, I did not see that. The, so the middleweight divisions, the women's division. And, <clears throat> I have some names that are in this that you oh, care about. Please give me some names. Who do you got? Let's see. Uh, Danny Jordan. Some, so, no, 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 no. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Brittany Blake. I know you Ooh, probably never heard. Okay. Her, but She's a name. Willow Nightingale. Okay. Both sea we- stars.
0: Tell me and Ashley Vox. There and we go. And I got one
2: that's gonna make you pop. And I know you because you've taken a photo with this person, and you popped because you met them.
0: Holly Dead, Marty Bell. Yes.
2: Holly Dead. Holly Dead. Yes,
0: dude. I oh, I don't have it here. I have a little mini voodoo doll of Holly Dead that I got from that show, man, last year. That she got DCW it from her. Show. Yeah, from her.
2: Yo. She oh, never breaks she's character. She's awesome. the fucking oh. same, all oh, in and out the oh, ring. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so good. So she's good. so good. We love Holly dead.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's oh and awesome. I think Ray Lynn too. Ray Lynn's in there too. Ooh, nice. Okay. That sounds awesome. Fucking dude. I still have to get MLW up on my sling. I, for some reason, Vice, I can't find it on Vice. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Not, not, Vice. Uh, Access. Access or Vice? Is it, it on
2: Vice? It's on Vice. I think it's on Vice. So, yeah. on Vice. <laughs>
0: You're right. You're right. I, I was right the first time. Yeah, man. I can't find that on Sling. If any listeners have Sling TV and they watch MLW, let me know how the hell to find it. Because for some reason, I search it and it doesn't find anything MLW, MLW Fusion, Major League Wrestling, nothing. So I really want to try and find that to watch that. But that is awesome. Dude, isn't it crazy? We talked about this last week, brother the way, with all, all, all these women's. All this this focus on women's wrestling this year outside of WWE. NWA just had a, had Empower. We have the Knockouts Knockdown over on Impact coming up. Now we're introducing a new women's championship in MLW. ROH just crowned, uh, recently crowned their new uh, ROH women's champion.
2: Roxy, Roxy. youngest yeah. champion ever. Mm-hmm. Ever, yeah. She's like, what, 22 years old? Yep. Ooh.
0: Yeah. So again, great things happen to men, Uh, guys. We're just lucky to be wrestling fans during this and being able to live through this era of wrestling. So guys, until next week, I think that's all the time we have for today. Now, what the hell did I just say until next week? That's all the time. I don't know what the hell I'm saying, guys. (laughs) Tired. It's been a long day. Guys, I'm playing. I'm going to let my listeners I'm playing for a sweet 16 tomorrow night, 10 PM to 2 a.m. First of all, why the fuck are your kids going to be up that late? Like, seriously, Sweet 60 at 2 a.m., and I got to go to Long Island for this. So I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that. But anyway, guys, that's all the time we have for tonight. So until next week, if you enjoyed this episode, thank you so much for listening for the 66th episode of New Normal Wrestling. Show your support by checking us out on social media at New Normal Wrestling on Instagram and at Wrestling Normal on Twitter. Show your support for the network by checking out all of our links in our link tree, which should be found in the description of this episode and in our bio. Buy your new normal wrestling merch today from the fourth wall swag shop while you're at it. Show your support for the silver site. Also, where good brother Wade can be found on his other off days. Brother Wade, tell the fans where to find silver site.
2: You can find silver site on all podcasting platforms as well as on YouTube. With the show, I am a partner called Women Can Resto. We are on a little bit of hiatus because one of our co-hosts is booked and busy. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can find us on all platforms, WCW, the podcast, on Twitter and Instagram. I had to give you a little shout out there, brother, in case the listeners were on what where, where is Brother
0: Waving? Why isn't Brother Wave on NW? He's been cheating on us, listeners. He's cheating on us and podcasting elsewhere. It's okay, brother. Hey, I podcast elsewhere
2: on another show, too, on our network, sir. Still on the same <laughs> network, guess oh, you. And, oh, sorry, Mr. Poor so, so do
0: I. I know. I'm, I can't help it, guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, guys, show your support. Follow us, like us tell your friends all about us rate us give us five stars all those good things so until next week on behalf of good brother phil on behalf of the podcast prince himself brother wade i am johnny bones week i bid you adieu with a goodbye a good night and i'll see you when i'm looking at you bang